Welcome to Fangirl Fridays. I'm Natalie. And I'm Marin. Hey, what's up? Um, well, this is my first time like fully back in the studio, and yeah. I literally was just like, well, I'm sweating. Welcome back. How does <laughs> it feel? It feels great. I'm really into it. You've added a couple of additional pieces of flair on our wall, which I'm really into. I see RuPaul. I see Versace. I see Twin Peaks. Like, you're just, you're doing it. I'm trying to keep up. Yeah. I mean, the calendar's not updated, but whatever. That's no big deal. I'm sorry I didn't put any Halloween decorations up because we're supposed to get spooky. Spook. We're Spooked. supposed to get spooky. Do you feel like when I first moved to Los Angeles, Halloween was a way bigger deal here than it is now? I felt like everything was decorated, and now it's kind of just like, Meh. I don't know. I feel like since I've moved here, <laughs> it's you. I've done a lot of Halloween stuff yeah. activity wise. Mm hmm. So, I don't know. I feel like maybe that's a good segue into what you're fangirling over. Is it? Girl, you had a weekend. I had a full weekend, and I'm, like, living with a kidney stone, and I had allergies flare up over the weekend, but I was so busy at the same time. As previously mentioned, Natalie's body is failing her and hates her. Yeah. Um, I You texted me from one of your activities, and I was like, you are having an epic weekend. And then you were like, I, I don't know how I'm hanging on. I was like, maybe you go home. And you were like, no, I need to be here and be tortured for more hours. And I was like, okay. Yeah. Um, so what are you fangirling okay. over? So I'm really fangirling over Roseanne. Mm-hmm. So I went to Roseanne, a taping of Roseanne on Friday, last Friday. Amazing. Guys, I love Aunt Jackie so much. Did you cry when you saw her? No, but okay. I screamed. <laughs> Basically the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not even, like, really considering, oh, Roseanne Barr is here. John Goodman is here. Yeah. No, just just give me a Jackie. Lori Metcalf. That's yes, all you want in your life. her, please. And honestly, Lori Metcalf has had some some work lately. She's been hustling. Like, she's on Big Bang. She was nominated for, like, three Emmys last Emmy season in, like, guest appearance. Like, it was everything. Yeah, she's going to be in a new Greta Gerwig movie. Of course. It's coming out. I forget what it's called. I want to see it, obviously. Yeah. Um, I will say, though, guys, I'm not trying to worry you or make you excited, but I think it could be good. I mean, as far as multicam sitcoms go, because right. I know last week we did talk about how we're disappointed in Will and Grace and we're worried about like all of the resurrections of these 90s shows. Uh-huh. Um, but I think... It's funny in a Roseanne way. Whitney Cummings is the head writer. Yeah, how do which we is feel interesting. about that? Um, I don't know. She was there. How did her job? How did her face look? Like, like uh, her face. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, did you go? Was this the was it like the initial episode? It or? was actually. It'll be the third episode that airs, but it's their second week of taping, so oh, they were wow. fresh. Okay, real fresh. So everybody's into it. Did everybody yeah. just like l- oh, look? People in the crowds like. We're wearing Roseanne shirts, a lot of chicken and egg shirts, <gasps> yes. um, a lot of Halloween shirts. Someone did a Halloween Roseanne portrait and Ooh. had Roseanne sign it. Um, there was someone behind us reciting the lines when we were watching a highlight reel. Oh, my gosh. Uh, the guy next to me wrote the theme song. Oh, I yeah. didn't talk to him because he was too busy talking to that super fan behind me. Uh-huh. But that was cool. Is Johnny Galecki in it? I don't know. He was not there. Interesting, because that guy needs more work. I mean, (laughs) like literally everyone on Roseanne is on the Big Bang Theory. I feel like he has to be. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to give any story (laughs) 
away. Okay. But he was not there. All right. Um, and Our, then the next night. Yeah. Sorry, I've got a lot. So that was Friday. The next night I went to this like family friend screening of this movie called Killing Gunther, which is like written and directed by Taryn Killam okay. and starring. Interesting. It's not a great movie, but Arnold Schwarzenegger was there. All of these people were there. Joe Manganiello was there for no reason. Yeah. No reason at all. Like, he didn't stay for the I screening? I was mid-eating popcorn in the lobby and just went, ah! <laughs> and just stared at a beautiful tall man from far away. And then I got really close to him just to see how close I could get without it being weird. How tall is he? Because you were tiny. You were a tiny person. So your perspective. I'm three. Well, your perspective I feel like he was like two of me. But that's a little much. <laughs> it was like, so he's ten foot six. <laughs> yeah. That feels too tall. But no Sophia. No Sophia. No, um, actually, there were reserve seats for both of them. Oh. But he'd never sat down. He just hmm. showed up. I don't know if he had to go save Sophia somewhere, like meet her or Well, what? that was also the night of, like, the Jennifer Lopez, like, raise money for um, Puerto Rico. Oh. So maybe she was, like, answering calls. They were double booked? Yeah, maybe double booked. Because I know they, they had a lot of, like, Latin stars. Yeah. They were doing a Latin Spanish. But it was a beautiful surprise. That's all I've ever wanted. Yeah. I mean, I, I didn't even know I won. I mean, I did, but I didn't. I can't believe you saw Arnold. Like, that feels like And a I thing. wasn't even excited in comparison to Joe Manganiello. I mean, I get it. But both beefy. Saw a lot of people. I saw Anna Kendrick. Very Ooh. tiny. Smaller than you? Uh-huh. Oh, teeny tiny. Pocket size. Um, okay, so that's Saturday. And then Sunday. I don't know if I want to fangirl over this, but I went to the Universal Horror Nights, and I was scared of everything. You sent me a three-minute video that I've only watched, like, I've watched, like, in 30-second increments because it's too scary. And I can't even see anything. Like, I just get the anxiety of the moment. It's funny because we did The Shining first. It was still daylight out. Uh-huh. And it was scary, but it was cool. Okay. And we heard Roanoke, American Horror Story Roanoke, is one of the best ones this year. Oh. And we we're like, oh, we should do it early. It's probably going to be busy. Yes. Cut to nothing was that busy, like outrageously busy. Uh-huh. Um, so and we, we did it how- second. And I was feeling miserable. Like, I was very stuffy. Okay. And just kind of like puffy-eyed, like, oh, what? this is a mistake. <laughs> uh-huh. And so we go to Roanoke. It's so loud on the outside of it. Mm. I was nervous before we even went in. Mm-hmm. And a lot of these haunted houses or mazes give you, like, a five-second break or something. There's just, like, a dark corner or mm-hmm. just darkness. There's nothing. I felt like Roanoke was just, like, boom, boom, boom. Like, it never stopped scaring me. Ugh. And I broke, I was sweating. Really? I broke a fever, I think, because I was hot when we got there. Uh And I cried a little just from so much emotion. (laughs) Wow. Um, It was a night. I'm never going, obviously. It's terrifying. You can't can't handle it. I can't handle the video that you sent me. I think I responded to you. I was like, I would have dropped my phone 50 times. Like, there's no way I would have been able to, like, hold a phone. I don't know. I'm trying to figure out, like, I'm researching how people aren't scared of these things. Like, uh, someone we were with could just, like, walk through and say, cool. Or, like, ah. Like, it wasn't a big deal. And I I was dying. I don't I wasn't born with that gene. Okay. Anyways. I had a lot to fangirl over. That's so much. What are you fangirling over? Um, I am fangirling over something that you found on Instagram. Um, so, which sounds so lame and yeah, weird. I've been spending a lot of time at home, guys. Um, but I was like going through what our Fangirl Fridays podcast had liked on Instagram, and there was this gem of basically their baby bibs that are made out of like vintage nine hundred two and zero like 
prints or fabric like a pattern pa- yeah whatever and so it's basically just like dylan mckay like on a tiny baby bib and i was like well that's what i need i need that in my yeah. life right now um the other thing that i'm fangirling over a little bit is our fangirl merch i've gotten two of three pieces oh, how how did they turn out um i'm obsessed with the little pouch i got that one with the the print that you had mm-hmm. um uh, commissioned my t-shirt got lost in the mail so it's getting oh, no. coming back to me um i think it's just it's a one and done fluke um but i got a notebook on what i'm what are you fangirling over i'm loving it i'm loving all the merch loving life loving yourself <laughs> loving myself i know when i was like communicating with the threadless people i wanted to be like this is my podcast give me my, <laughs> give me my t-shirt this is my stuff um but that's that's kind of it so should we get into today's topic? Ooh, I'm so excited. Ooh, it's your favorite time of year. Okay. Halloween is my favorite time of year. Mm-hmm. There's candy, there's costumes, there's wigs. There's wigs. There's spooky decorations. It doesn't always have to be actually terrifying, but sometimes it can be terrifying. People are just having fun. Yeah, except for me. Um, and last year, for our podcast, we talked about things that scared us on TV growing up. This is when we all learned that I was a total wuss because, ah, real monsters was one of the things <laughs> that scared me. Um, but this year, we are going to try and narrow down the best Halloween episode of all time. There's all a lot. Time. There's so many. There's a lot. And we went ahead and narrowed it down quite a bit. I don't yeah. want to, like punish you guys <laughs> we don't want to listen you to don't like want to hear us talk hours. about yeah 40 episodes um but and we're also going to exclude specials like it's the great pumpkin charlie brown yeah it's just out of this league like you can't compare it to, it would win yeah we would just that it's, would be the episode it's the champion yeah be like what's the greatest oh, it's that's on it. another level <laughs> so i think the best way we can do this is kind of like a final four bracket okay. or something like that. Ooh, you sports. know, like sports. Yeah, it's like like sports. Is that, else, is that sports? Is that what sports do? <laughs> yeah, I was like, did you just say bracket? You don't You don't know. Uh, I was talking about my braces bracket. That's how I know the word bracket. Perfect. So you picked two episodes. I picked two episodes. And we're going to go head to head. But a little twist. We're not going to choose the winner. You guys are going to choose the winner. Our yeah. fans. We're going to put polls up, um, brackets up. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> More brackets. Brackets. <laughs> brackets. Um, okay. How do we want to do this? Okay. Do you want to present your initial episode? And then I can go. Do you want me to, to go first? Okay. Yeah, I do. Does it matter which one I pick? Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sport. I'm going to go with my strongest episode, Ooh, I okay. think, of All my right. two. All right. I'm going season two, Roseanne. Boo. So this episode, the Connor family holds a contest to see who can play the scariest Halloween trick. Okay. Roseanne loves Halloween. Loves. And this is not, I did not pick Roseanne because I went to Roseanne. Mm -hmm. I just know Roseanne loves Halloween. You know quality Halloween content. Actually, my friend who works on Roseanne, that's how I got to go. Humble brag. Um... I asked specifically, will there be a Halloween episode? Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, the show is airing like next, like winter, oh, yeah. spring, twenty eighteen. So, no, that's at least mean. not yet. Come on, ABC, know your audience. We want a Halloween yeah. episode. They probably couldn't have like gotten it together quick enough. I get it. Anyway, yeah. anyways, 
this is just like Halloween at its best. It's prank after prank after prank between family members. Okay. Have, are you familiar with this episode? I am. Mm-hmm. Okay. Is this the one where the, the thing comes out of the stomach? Darling. Yeah. Yeah. A lot okay. of pranks. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Uh-huh. And um, so Roseanne even knows she's a queen of Halloween. She even says something about being a Halloween queen uh-huh. and like being the champ. Or, or like Aunt Becky says, when it comes to Halloween, your mom is a champ. <laughs> Aren't you guys a little old for this junk? <laughs> yeah, but we are just so good at it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's right. When it comes to horror, your mom here's a champ. I mean, I don't want to debate this, but, like, we already know who the winner is right there. (laughs) And I just, the dedication they have to Halloween, they work so hard on their decorations. Clearly, they spend so much money. Which they don't have. Yeah. They spend so much money on Halloween. Actually, I was looking and I was like, are there any fun facts about this episode? (laughs) And I did learn some things. Oh, okay. So, um... John Goodman said the reason the Connors were poor is because they spent all their money on Halloween. Okay. So it makes sense. Dedication. Um, Boo was like, is over 25 years old. Fun. Mm-hmm. Does that make you feel good? <laughs> no, it makes me feel old. Thank you. And Roseanne said, I always liked playing a witch. My birthday is right after Halloween on November 3rd, so I would always carry over Halloween to my birthday. My birthday cake always had a witch on it just because it was left over from Halloween, but I liked it. <laughs> She had, like, old cake. Yeah. (laughs) And she throws annual Halloween bashes at a museum she owns in Hawaii. Oh. Interesting. Did you know? She goes to Costco and spends, like, 800 bucks on the good stuff. What's the good stuff? I don't know, but I'm going trick-or-treating there. I'm flying (laughs) all the way to Hawaii, and I'm going. So what is your point? Like, why is this one of the best Halloween episodes? Why is this one of the best Halloween episodes? Okay, so Becky, Come at me, Becky I got a thinks she's too cool argument. for Halloween. Okay. Which is a lesson that we all need to learn. Because nobody's probably, too cool for Halloween. No, she's probably like, what, 14 or 15 yeah. at the time? She wants to go to like a hot party, and turns out she's not even invited. Oh. So she's very upset, and then she ends up loving Halloween because you should. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And like, the Connors make not only like a fun place for trick-or-treaters to come. They invite them inside, which if that was not your neighborhood, very disturbing. Yes. But it's just like a fun haunted house and everyone's contributing as a family. Uh-huh. Aunt Becky oh. is under like the serving dish uh-huh. and everyone's just kind of hiding. I think it's just a good family Halloween episode and it shows that you can have fun with your family as well as appreciate Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> you just got... So upset. So it kind of sounds like to me, the this is like the original Modern Family episodes. Because mm-hmm. you know how Modern yeah, yeah. Family, they always do the same thing. Like they have like a haunted house, like the whole thing. So basically it's just a, a ripoff yeah. of Roseanne. It just makes me mad when people think they're too good to dress up. Oh, yeah. We'll get to that in my second episode a little bit too. Okay. But all right. I'm going to come strong at you. Is it the one I know? It's the one you know. You were like, we, we decided like, let's not... Tell each other, and you're like, but I call this one. I totally called it. <laughs> well, because it's one of my favorite episodes of this show in general. It is mine, too. So I was like, well, shit. <laughs> no, you knew I was going to come strong at you. Okay. My my uh, first episode is Tricks or Treats, Freaks and Geeks, Season 1, RIP, Episode 3. So I believe we talked about this episode in our Freaks and Geeks 
We uh, definitely did. Yeah. This episode to me is the show. Like when I think of Freaks and Geeks, I think of this episode. So I have a couple of bullet points just to hit you hard right off okay. right off the gate. One, Bill's montage dressing as the bionic, bionic woman. I mean All I can do is not an agreement. That's all you need. Second of all, <laughs> Lindsay inadvertently eggs Sam. Like it's heartbreaking. Like there's so much emotion and feeling in this episode and also like it's that last chance you know like sam and the geeks they're gonna go trick-or-treating for the last time they know it's the last time and they're trying to like have fun with it they're kind of clinging to their childhood Lindsay, on the other hand is like this is early in the in the season so she's still trying to figure out like is she a nerd or is she a freak and it's kind of like her really her first time hanging out with them and it goes horribly, horribly wrong. Like, she can't smash a pumpkin. She gets her, like, foot, her foot caught. stuck in a pumpkin. Busy Phillips is just, like, crazy and kind of maniacal in this episode, too. And, the, and then she eggs Sam in, like, what is one of the most heartbreaking moments that I've seen in a long time. She hits him with an egg after he's, like, gotten all of his candy stolen. Like, he's now having the worst it's Halloween It's kind of Josie Grossy. It's very Josie Grossy, which is something I also love. The other thing, too, is the devastation of Mrs. Weir that, like, all of her homemade cookies are being thrown on the lawn because this is the height of, like, you know, 70s paranoia about candy. And, like, then they have to go out and get candy and Mrs. Weir is devastated because Lindsay ditches her. It's just it's so emotional, but it's all wrapped up in Halloween. And it, like, makes Halloween, a little bit to your point, a very, like, family activity which i think we're missing a little bit and at the end like sam doesn't rat her out what kind of terrible people would do this to a little boy who the hell did this to you sam some freaks freaks like circus freaks gene i don't think there's bearded ladies running around throwing eggs at kids he means hippies you know who these freaks were just a bunch of Dirt bags. Oh. He basically calls her, he, he basically like yells at her like through his parents. He doesn't, they don't realize that Lindsay's the one that egged him. But then he's like, you're not cool. And like she realized, you know, she, there's so much emotional weight to this episode. And then at the end, Lindsay accepts that she's not cool. She puts on that little like prince, prince costume, costume and hands out candy with her mom. So it's just like, there's, it's just so emotional. It's wonderful. It's really hard to, like, debate because I love, love, love this episode. It's probably my favorite episode of Freaks and Geeks. Yes. Um, I love that Mr. Weir is dressed as a uh, Dracula, which is a slight nod to SCTV SCTV Mm -hmm. character. Uh, I just love the fall vibes of that whole episode. I think it captures, like, a Midwest fall neighborhood perfectly. These episodes are actually very similar now that I think about it because it's both, like, Midwest, like... That's the height of, like, Americana is, like, trick-or-treating in the fall in the Midwest. Like, oh, it's so great. But it's, like, weirdly light outside, which is always my, like, one point of contention for this episode. I'm like, why are they not trick-or-treating at night? Um, The other thing that I love about this episode is the cold open. And this is where they make Bill drink that, like, disgusting concoction of stuff, which I learned. I was doing a little bit of research as well. They actually, it was a combination of, like, cookie dough and slim fast, <laughs> so it was it actually delicious. Probably delicious for Bill, but it's really, really gross when they're making him drink it. So, 
my main points here are good family fun, Americana at its best, heart. That's all you need. Well, this is interesting because, I mean, it's the main points for both, I think. That's why I knew that I had to come at your Roseanne The with only this. thing I think Roseanne has over Freaks and Geeks is longevity. There's more mm. Roseanne Halloween episodes also. I had trouble picking just one. Mm-hmm. Um, and just Roseanne's true love of Halloween. Fair. Like, carries into her personal life. <laughs> True. But, I mean, I think we, we have to let the people decide on this one, because this one, I honestly don't know. Like, I don't know what I would pick, personally. But, like I said, this episode of Freaks and Geeks just is Freaks and Geeks to me, in a lot of way. I think mm-hmm. it's, like, one of the best episodes. And it really, like, shows appreciation for a homemade costume. Oh, yeah. And we've talked about my homemade costumes as a kid. We we all remember my... <laughs> is it time to repost those? <laughs> I'll have to find one when I was the Hershey Kiss, because I think I have one of those, too. I think we've posted it. We did? Yeah. Oh, I also have a couple good ones when I was a cheerleader from the greatest Halloween of all time. Yes. Um, When it snowed 36 inches in 24 hours in Minnesota, (gasps) and we didn't have school the next day, and so we all— You just ate candy? We had so much candy. I literally was dragging a pillowcase full of candy home in the snow and I was so mad at my mom because she made me wear leggings under my cheerleader costume and the (laughs) real cheerleaders did not wear leggings but it was like rain snowing and then we didn't have to go to school and we it was like literally I was nine it was it was like the perfect moment I want to go back in time and live that moment of your childhood it was wonderful I mean it uh, we want to Did talk you about have houses in your neighborhood that gave out full-size candy bars? Yeah. So not necessarily in my neighborhood, but we would go to the Minnesota Twins. Like a couple of them lived in the town that I grew up in. And we would go to their houses and like, let me tell you, full, not even full, king size. <gasps> yeah. I mean. I would, would go to my cousin's neighborhood, which was nicer. I didn't really have any, like a neighborhood mm-hmm. growing up. So I'd always go to my cousin's and. There was a house that gave out full-size candy bars and packaged Hot Wheel cars because I think he worked for Mattel. Oh, fancy. It was super cool. Actually, I watched several episodes to try to narrow down to two. (laughs) Uh And one of the episodes I watch is Bob's Burgers Full Bars. Uh And they go to this island nearby because they hear it's like a rich side of town and all of them give out full-size candy bars. Uh It's pretty good. Um, I won two houses down for me. Guy was a dentist. Ugh. I know I got toothbrushes. I didn't want that. Ugh. And then the other house, like next to me, they were sort of older, and so she would give out dimes. <laughs> That's kind of fun. It's kind of fun, but like you'd have this whole box of candy, and then like twenty cents. <laughs> like it was always a weird, a weird sort of like she like collected dimes the whole year to like give them out on Halloween. Um, okay, next battle. Okay. Do you want me to go first, or do you want to go first? You go first. Okay. So, I knew that I wanted to do this one. Right from the start, because this is one of those episodes that, again, is kind of like seared into my brain. So the one with the Halloween party from Friends, season eight. So late. Oh, wow. I know. Episode six. I definitely thought you were going to choose a Parks and Rec episode. I Well, I thought that you were going to choose it. So I was like, I can't. <laughs> I knew. I definitely watched two of them just yeah. in case I needed a backup. I know. I knew. I just knew that if we went head to head, the chances of us both having the same Parks and Rec was pretty high. So I, that's I, how I felt about Roseanne. Okay, so I tried to steer <laughs> steer away. All right, so season eight, and as we've talked about in our Thanksgiving episodes with friends, the later seasons, like they start to become caricatures of themselves. Right. This is like right in the sweet spot because they're they're kind of heightened, but they're not over the top yet. So this is a season where Rachel gets pregnant. 
she is pregnant in this episode, but not showing yet. It's like very early on. Does everyone know? Yes, everyone knows. Um, So the first thing I want to say about this episode is Sean Penn is in it. He plays Ursula, Phoebe's evil twin, her fiance. And like he looks good. And I'm not like a real like Sean Penn, like is, you know, sort of hot sort of thing. But like he looks great in this episode. And all right. So that's my bullet point number number one. Number two, Joey comes dressed as Chandler and he just like keeps doing these impressions of him and they're spot on and Chandler is dressed as a giant pink rabbit. So he I remember looks that. Yes. Insane. And he's like, I don't sound like that. And Joey's like, I don't sound like that. And everyone's like, oh yeah, that, that's what Chandler sounds like. Um, third point, Monica dresses as Catwoman and looks amazing. Like, whoa. Like, in a way that I didn't remember her being that smoking hot. Like, this is prime time Someone, Monica. One of my friends told me um, like, text me last week that I forgot how much you look like Courtney Cox. And I was like, excuse me? Oh. Nobody's ever said that. And he, and he was like, no, I've never said that before because I've always thought that, like, she has Burris eyes <laughs> and just dark hair. Uh-huh. And then I looked at the screenshots that were sent to me following those texts, and I could kind of see it, but it was weird. That's a huge compliment, though. I guess. I mean, you look like... Yeah, Courtney Cox. I mean, Courtney Cox, like... From a weird angle, maybe, but well, I'll she, take it. Yeah, she had some, like, face woes for a little while, but she's looking great. Woes. <laughs> she's looking great lately. Um, okay, but my absolute favorite part of this episode, and I actually have a clip, is Ross and Chandler decide to arm wrestle to see who is stronger because Monica Monica says that Ross would beat Chandler in a fight, and, and they are married at mm-hmm. this point. And Chandler's like, wait, what? Like, you didn't choose me? Um, but the reason why Ross, like, Ross was like, I'm going to prove it to you. So I'll play this clip. Monica and I were talking about who could kick whose ass in a fight, you or Ross. There's no question. So you think Ross, too? <laughs> You picked Ross? Ross is really strong. He's the strongest out of all three of you. Except for Joey. I cannot believe you didn't pick me. Uh, in her defense, she's right. I am stronger. I would destroy you. Oh, really? You think you're stronger? Why don't you prove it? Well, I'll prove it. I'll prove it like a theorem. I love... I'm gonna, I'll prove it to you like a theorem. Like, it's just like... How nerdy is Ross? Like, why would that be something that you say? Ross is also dressed as Spudnik. Like, he's dressed as a giant potato. I remember all of these costumes. Yes, he's dressed as a giant potato, like, from space. And then they keep saying, like, he looks like duty. Like, he looks like poop. Um, But it's just, it's so great to me. Like, everyone's there. Ursula's there. I actually really like Ursula. I think the scenes with Phoebe and Ursula are hilarious. And I'm always just constantly looking to see. Like, if anyone got a spinoff, it should have been Phoebe and Ursula. Totally. And, like, I'm always looking for, like, the parent trap, like, situation. Like, ooh, who's back of the head, like, looks exactly like Phoebe. And um, it's just, it's delightful. It's so fun. The one thing that I I just rewatched it, they have this party who are all of these other people that are seemingly their friends? They have no other friends. <laughs> There's no other friends. We never see anyone else that are their friends. And then they have an entire loft full of other people. Yeah. How annoying, too, for the person living underneath. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And I'm sure Halloween was like, 
on a Thursday or something. But Rachel also, that she runs out of candy because one little girl tells her that she loves her. And so Rachel gives her all the candy and then she has to start writing checks to the other trick-or-treaters um, because she's run out of candy and she tells one kid to shut up and he starts to cry. It's amazing. All, it, it's everything you want from all of your characters. Like Monica's neurotic. Chandler's like got the one-liners. Ross is a huge dork. What makes it great for Halloween? Everyone's in costume, with the exception of Rachel. Rachel comes because Monica's so pissed. That's her one rule. She's like, you all have to dress up. And Rachel comes, and she's not dressed up. And she's like, why Why aren't you dressed up? She goes, no, I am. I'm dressed as a woman who bought a really expensive dress and isn't going to be wear, going to be able to wear it soon because she won't fit into it. And Monica <laughs> was like, I want to borrow that dress when that day comes. And then um, so that everyone's in character, and everyone you know has a great costume on. And it's just... It's fun, it's easy, it's silly, and it's kind of like Friends at its best, and you have a great guest star. Okay. What do you got? Okay. I think it would just be wrong if I didn't throw in a Simpsons episode here. Yeah, for you. Every Halloween they do a Treehouse of Horrors episode. Mm -hmm. And I, of course, looked through a lot of articles, like ranking the best ones, and then going through my opinion, and I just had to follow my heart. Okay. I did watch three or four of them to uh-huh. try to pick. How many times did you cry? Zero. Oh, good for you. Um, but I didn't pick any that I was scared of as a kid. I okay. picked one that I've always loved. Okay. Um, that is Treehouse of Horrors 3. Ooh, early. Yes, so it's pretty early. Mm-hmm. Um, there, Each Treehouse of Horrors is, tells three stories usually. Mm-hmm. So one, um, a crusty doll comes alive. And the second one, Homer is a giant on an island. It's basically like a King Kong. And the third one is um, zombies. Ooh. So I just love the way this episode opens. It's on a, it's a Halloween party at the Simpsons house. Okay. And all the kids are in costume. Like the Simpsons are dressed up. Bart's like someone from... Clockwork Orange, Lisa's a Statue of Liberty, which is much like the Friends thing. Like, I think you get excited when you see a character you love in a different look. Uh-huh. Particularly for them, because they always yeah, wear, they the, wear the same thing. outfit. Mm-hmm. So it's always like, oh. So that's something I always loved. And Marge is hosting this Halloween party and tries to, like, do spooky games, and it doesn't go well. So then they decide to tell scary stories, and that's where these three tales come in. Okay. And the first one is Krusty the Clown Doll. Mm-hmm. Homer goes to this like creepy store to buy it, and it's trying. It's for Bart's birthday, and the Krusty doll is constantly trying to kill Homer. Okay, and also he hits on the Malibu Stacy dolls a lot, which I appreciated as a child. Uh-huh. Um, but it's just really funny. It's only Homer that's noticing this, and then it like gets out of hand, and someone comes to like fix it, and it turns out there's just a good and evil switch on his back. <laughs> that's hilarious <laughs> I like that um, the second story is like very much King Kong um, it's in black and white uh, the only thing I really loved about this one is that um, there's a Shirley Temple cameo and oh. she she gets eaten Melissa Joan Hart would like that <laughs> would she like it though <laughs> no, no, she gets no. killed and for some reason I'm obsessed with the chewing sounds in this <laughs> you're such a weirdo <laughs> it just it's always stuck with me it always sounds so weird uh-huh. when Homer's like eating people okay and then the third one is z- zombies. Uh, it starts like Bart did a pop-up book as a book report, and he gets sent to the library to do a real book for <laughs> right. a book report. Uh-huh. And he notices like an occult book section in the back at the school. And I don't think I don't know if it's a school library or not. Oh, okay. 
And he brings home this book that's basically like spells or something. Mm -hmm. He takes it home. Lisa and him are talking. Her cat died. They go to the pet cemetery to try to bring her cat back. Okay. And they end up just bringing a bunch of zombies back from the dead. (laughs) And it's really funny. You just see Homer like shooting Flanders. (laughs) And they're like, oh, he was a zombie. Like Homer just wanted to shoot Ned Flanders. Uh And um, I don't know. I just always loved... The zombies, they were never scary to me because there's like a Freddy Krueger one one year. There's like a vampire one one year. Oh, I hated all of those uh-huh. as a kid. But these zombies. But this one was like funny to me and had enough jokes in it for me to get by. And at the end, all the zombies go away, obviously. But they're sitting at the TV and they say something about like how they're like, I don't know, something about mindless. They're not like mindless Zombies, and then uh-huh. they just kind of like get sucked into the television. So uh-huh. it's basically like uh, talking about how we watch TV and we're just mindless people. Oh, weird. Going through the motions. Don't know anyone that does that. That's weird. <laughs> no, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? Um, okay, so why do you, why is this like the best Halloween episode to you? Well, because of the Halloween party, yeah. I think. You get to see The Simpsons celebrating Halloween mm-hmm. instead of just the uh, scary tales that Treehouse of Horrors usually do mm-hmm. um i don't know i think it's just good <laughs> and you see a good point good just argument let me have this <laughs> and the zombie one uh bart when he reads the spells i found out he just is saying weird words and i uh, they're like the last names of game show hosts he says like walmart in there it's like all of these mixture of names uh-huh. and i never noticed that as a kid i found that out yesterday oh. colin rayburn nars trebek Zabar, Kresge, Kaldor, Walmart. So that was fun. I'm learning things <laughs> while talking about Halloween, guys. <laughs> okay, so I think these two are actually weirdly similar as well. You have like Halloween parties, you have your favorite characters and costumes that you don't normally get to see. Again, I think we're just going to have to let the people decide on what is their favorite. Halloween episode out yeah. of these two. Oh, I did watch another Trials of Horse. Everyone says the fifth one is say, the best. I thought you were going to say five. Mm-hmm. Yes. Everyone says the fifth one is the best because they do The Shining, mm-hmm. The Shinin. <laughs> yes, and, I remember that. Um, I actually learned there's another segment of that episode called Nightmare Cafeteria, mm-hmm. and it's basically like the teachers are eating the students, blah, Ooh. blah, blah. Doing this research, I found out that there was a show called Nightmare Cafe, which was what the Nightmare Cafeteria was a play on. Have okay. you ever heard of this show? No. That's because it was only six episodes. Um, it was an American telefantasy program. What? <laughs> I hated that. <laughs> it's about second chances, characters who enter the cafe, presumably drawn there by the cafe itself, are given the opportunity to correct something in their lives that went wrong with, like, two ghost people. I guess what? they, like, have died, and now they have to try to help people get a second chance. Oh. Here's the crazy thing. It's created by Wes Craven. Oh. Starring Robert England. What? Which is Freddy Krueger. Yeah. Six episodes. I gotta find it. I gotta watch it. I mean... Is this something that you pitch to bring back? Like I don't know. It seems terrible. Yeah, but there could be some good things in there, too. But if anyone's watched it, I'd like to hear about it. <laughs> you want a detailed summary? It's like summary. when I found out about my mother, the car. Just yes. a mind-blowing show I've never heard of. Right, exactly. Um, okay, so 
basically what we'll do is we'll set up some like polls so you guys can decide what do you think is the Roseanne episode better than the Freaks and Geeks episode or is the Simpsons episode better than the Friends episode do you have any other like honorable mention episodes that you want to just throw out there I have one um yeah I actually have a few Parks and Rec yeah Greg Greg Kytus Mm -hmm. and uh there's also another one that I liked was it called a Halloween surprise it's Jerry has the fart attack Oh my god! <laughs> so it's not necessarily like as much as ho- about Halloween as it is Jerry. Yeah. Also, um, there's like a it's short, maybe ten fifteen minutes. Louis Halloween episode oh, is really good. Interesting. I have um, Spooky Endings, which is from Happy Endings season two. Mm-hmm. This is great because they again everyone's in costume. Um, Penny and um, well Casey Wilson and Adam Pally are dressed as like a mother and baby and so like he's like coming out of her <laughs> stomach like in a baby Bjorn it's hilarious but my favorite part is that Alex dresses as Marilyn Monroe and she looks totally banging but she has a sore throat so everyone thinks she's Marilyn Monroe in drag oh and, my like, god they like all think that she's a drag queen and it's, she's like no but she sounds super hoarse the whole time I don't know. It's fun. I just, I love that show so much. And that was kind of like, season two was definitely my favorite season of Happy Endings. And so I felt like it just really hit its stride yeah. here. Um, okay. So is that it? I think that's it. I mean, we now we just need listeners to vote. watch these episodes and vote. Yeah. Let us know your favorite Halloween episodes. Yeah, we want to know. And then so next week we'll square off the final two based on what you guys have to say. What happens if it's like both of your episodes win or both of my episodes win obviously we have to talk about both of those episodes again all right figure it out one of us will have to we'll have to argue for the other person's episode um okay so where are you gonna put those polls like on twitter i'll put them on twitter um i'll probably just do something on instagram too like comment comment your favorite nothing too crazy guys (laughs) we'll just we'll make it easy for you um so you can find us on twitter FGF podcast. Um, you can always email us too if you want. Hello, fangirls at gmail.com. Yeah. If you want to list your reasonings, yes. We'll listen. We, we will definitely listen. Um, and, you know, on Instagram at Fangirls Fridays Podcast. Find us on Facebook. Find our merch store. Yeah. It'll be great. We're guys. everywhere. Yeah. We're Michelle everywhere. Branch. <laughs> oh, can we close with that song, please? I hope so. <laughs> um, okay. So until. For Halloween, we yes. close with Michelle Branch. <laughs> Michelle Branch. Okay. So until next Friday, guys. Bye. Cause you're Fangirl Fridays is brought to you by TV Time. Download the TV Time app to track the shows you love and react to your favorite television moments.